All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's let's fucking jump into this. Let's just dive right the fuck in. The fuck faces over at the Daily Wire. Now, again, y'all, at this stage, if you've listened to more than three episodes, you know what I like to do, right? I, I, I turn on YouTube, autoplay, and whatever comes up next is whatever comes up next. Now, if you spend any kind of time on YouTube, you know it picks up on your fucking patterns. So I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, oh, well, shut the fuck up, Robert Reed. You know exactly how it happens, right? It, it picks up on your patterns and it force feeds force feeds you what it is you think they think you want to listen to. So fuckface Matt Walsh ended up on my fucking feed. Now, gang, I gave you a little bit of rogue information the first time I talked about this asshole. Again. It, two incredibly common names, and my dumbass, it's like, okay, if it's on the internet, it has to be true. The first time I talked about Matt Walsh gang, I, I gave you the wrong age. I thought Matt was way older than I am. He's not. Gang, none of the people over at the fucking Daily Wire are older than I am. Fuckface Michael Knowles, fuckface Ben Shapiro's, fuckface Candace Owens, fuckface Matt Walsh. Gang, I've got each and every single last one of those idiots by at least a decade. Now, just get this through y'all's head for a second. Literally, half my family is from a small town in Louisiana. The other part of my family is in a small town in East Texas. I'm I'm only a couple of laps around the football field away from being half a century years old. I didn't grow up with the internet or Facebook or Instagram, Twitter, anchor.fucking.fm. I got none of that. I still had Etch-A-Sketch. We played Monopoly. We, we walked literally two miles to Spring Meadows to play basketball all day long. I'm that guy. I'm part of that generation. Fuckface Matt Walsh, fuckface Benjamin. All these fuckers do have, they've got no idea what a world is like without the internet. Gang, my point is the, the phrase I don't know has officially gone the way of the dodo. That's why I said, and I, and I stand by it. Hold on, there it is. I stand by it. The internet will kill religion. You cannot lie to kids the way I was lied to. They're going to look that shit up. So you better start telling them the truth. My point in bringing all that shit up is, gang, Matt Walsh should sound like me, and I should sound like Matt Walsh. You know what I'm saying? Again, I'm literally a rocking chair away from being on my fucking front porch, screaming at the neighborhood kids to cut their hair, to keep the noise down. I already own a cane. I own three of them. 
I've got sweaters. I own a front porch. All I need, I got kids. Their children's running around this neighborhood all the time. All I need is a rocking chair, and I will be that guy. Right? Matt Walsh is younger than I am. He should be the progressive one. He should be the one saying, hey, 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 old guy. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with being gay. What the fuck's wrong with you? But instead, again, I'm knocking on 50's door. This dude is young enough to be my little brother. And again, our roles have just switched. All of them. And I'm going to hit a little bit on this on the second uh, uh, portion of this show. But let's just dig right in. Wow, my voice just cracked. I think the God I don't believe in wants me to have some alcohol. That's a little bit better. Fuckface Matt Walsh, gang. I I saw a video of him because of YouTube as my voice just cracked again. And so, gang, the the topic of conversation with uh, the right-wing idiots is Pete Buttigieg. If you don't know, Pete Buttigieg is gay. So fucking what, right? (laughs) He, He likes dudes, and he's open, he's married to a guy, and they seem happy. Yay. Pete and his husband, whose name I can't remember right now, please forgive me, they adopted two kids. So you know what Pete Buttigieg did? He took paternity leave. Oh, the horror. Anything but that. And gang, Fox News, Daily Wire, uh, what Clay, Travis Clay, all these idiots just went in on the fact that a man took paternity leave. I, I guess we should celebrate. I guess the news is so slow that these morons are literally doing five to 10 minute spots on a man taking leave to help raise his children. How is this a at least on this level, a topic of conversation. But fuckface Matt Walsh went in. Oh, I'm about to belch. I just belched. Hashtag unprofessional. Fuckface Matt Walsh went in. Again, gang, I should sound like him and vice versa. Because one, he's a secretary of transportation. And apparently, according to these fucks, I haven't looked it up. And you know what? I don't care. I don't care, but I guess the the, the uh, transportation department not doing too hot. So the first thing he did was rag them for that. But here's the thing, fuck faces. Matt Walsh is part of the pro-life, pro-family movement. I don't know what is more important. I don't know what says pro-family more than staying your monkey ass at home and taking care of your children. I mean, we're the only first world developed nation that has this fucking abbreviated maternity leave. I know horror stories. I think, Sifu, I think you told me one, I think when you were in acupuncture school. Quite literally, one of his professors had a baby on a Monday. That bitch was back to work on Wednesday. Looking like shit. Her body just went through trauma. 
We're, 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 we're the barely the most technologically advanced, the most financially opulent country on the planet, but we give people enough time to fucking take a shit before they have to get back to work after starting a family. Uncle Bobby's just getting mad. He needs some fucking alcohol. But again, this is pro-life. These are the pro-family people. So Buttigieg wanted to be pro-family. And he took, which is allowed, paternity leave. Now, of course, the right-wingers, at least the ones on this level, they got their dicks all kinds of tied up in knots because he's gay. Right? I mean, did you guys see Fuckface Tucker, McNeil, Mac Swanson, Mac Rib, McDonald's, Mac Fuck Klansman, Mac Fuck I Commit Murder every time my Mac ass gets on fucking Mac Air and I spread COVID lies? Fuckface Tucker Carlson. Did you guys see what he said? Again, gang, one, get Fox News off of your fucking cable subscriptions. Seriously. It's not the advertisers that people are pocket-punching them by making sure Lane Bryant and Keurig and Nike... No. They make their money off of subscription. So whether you got AT&T, get your ass off AT&T. Spectrum, pick your cable provider. Whether you watch Fox or not, they get paid by how many people have them on their subscription. It comes with the package. You don't have to ask for it. Get Fox off of your fucking cable subscription. Seriously. But Fuckface Tucker Carlson did what he always does. He doesn't report. Again, he loves intellectual softballs to a crowd that he knows is entirely too lazy to go look up the answers. Why is Uncle Bobby's voice so fucking gravelly today? But he's up here talking about Pete and paternity leave. Then he takes a jab on how gender is fluid. Right? He's like, why did you guys have to take a paternity leave? Right? Which one of you is going to breastfeed? Blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. And I thought Mayor Pete's uh, comeback to it was perfect. It was like, apparently, Tucker Carlson has never heard of bottle feeding. Right? But fuckface Matt was, you know, of course... Two gay guys shouldn't have paternity leave because they're guys. And gang, again, if I were to air the video or the audio and I said, guess what century this person said this in, you would not pick the 2000s. You just wouldn't. And he goes on this rant about how men should not be allowed to adopt babies, how gay men and gay women should not be allowed to adopt babies. And he just goes on this fucking gender role bullshit that is literally one step uh, above, go make me a sandwich, barefoot and pregnant, women should be seen and not heard. And I was like, fuck me. I can't believe you said that out loud on a mic that was hot. Again, the internet provides the information necessary to take this archaic-ass mindset and flush it down the fucking toilet, Jack. And if you are still holding on to this fucked-up-ass view 
that gay is evil, gay is a choice, gay is perverse. You're older than my parents. I mean, seriously. Gay people are just as functional as, or can be. Hold on, I'm about to belch. I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. Gang, as I'm sitting here ranting, I'm sitting here looking, there's a picture of my niece on my desk. And it scares me. I love this fucking kid. And everything that's going on right now is scaring the shit out of me. Because again, I don't have biological children of my own. And I'm sitting here, I'm looking at this beautiful little girl. And it makes me mad because I feel like I'm failing. We're all failing. We're, I'm, I, I, my only legacy is going to be to leave the world in a better position than when I found it. And I'm letting this child down, right? How do I explain to her that Texas hates her? That I know that the, the vagina and ovaries, your sexual agency, your, your feminine autonomy, yeah, that, that's not for you anymore. Some gray-haired asshole in a wheelchair Apparently, he knows better for you, baby girl, than what you know for your goddamn self. I mean, seriously, this makes me mad as I take another sip of alcohol. Sorry, baby girl. I love this fucking kid. But how do I look at her and explain that, that the attitude towards gay people that I grew up with apparently hasn't gone away? Again, like I told you guys. If I'm lucky, I told you, I do this for fun. Again, if I am lucky, 70 people will listen to some crazy, crippled, drunk asshole sitting in his living room, watching his dog sleep and ranting in front of a fucking microphone. But Walsh has got millions of listeners and views a day. And yes, I, I, the, the fucks at the Daily Wire, I, I acknowledge some of this is performative. But again, I've told y'all before, one person's joke is a million people's battle cry. And this guy who's younger than me is still kicking this archaic bullshit that gay is evil. He legit said gay men should not adopt babies. They should not be allowed to take paternity leave. But again, this is a pro-life, pro-force birth, a pro-life and pro-family advocate. Again, what says pro-family more than taking time off from work to help raise your kids? And that's whether you squat or stand to be, whether you're straight or gay, whether you're cis or trans, non-binary, what does it matter? If you and your partner or even partners want to make a child or adopt a child, what, again, what does it have to do with fucking Matt Walsh? Hey, fuckface, those two kids that Pete and his loving husband adopted, where were you? Why didn't you adopt them? Again, do better. Go adopt all the kids in your heteronormative fucking relationship. Give them a good old-fashioned Christian upbringing. Shut the fuck up. Pete and his, matter of fact, hold on, so I can address this man with some fucking respect. Hold on. 
I'm going to find out his husband's name so I can stop being a dick. Pete Buttigieg. Okay. Let's see. I just hit up the uh, people's iPhone of knowledge. Chastin. Chastin. So Pete's husband's name is Chastin. Let's read a little bit about fucking Chastin. Hey, Chastin is a fucking teacher, gang. Do you know what that means to be a fucking teacher? You get none of the glory, all of the blame, and you're basically working for $7 an hour plus fucking tips. Husband of Pete Judah, U.S. Secretary, he's an advisory spokesperson, social media campaigner. Well, hey, Pete, you fucking robbed the cradle. Uh, robbed the cradle, motherfucker. He's only 32 years old. He's a fucking baby. Kind of cute, though. Be back on topic. Pete and Chastin adopted babies. I think that's where I was going with this little rant. They, they gave these kids a home. They showed them love. They're going to raise them as their own. You want to know why? They're their own. That's all you have to worry about, fuckface Matt Walsh. Your archaic view on relationships is just that. It's archaic. Now, again, if you think you need an official document, a government-signed document, if you want to say to your God, I'm going to marry this person and only have sex with it, fine. You do you. But your standard clearly is not Pete and Chastin's. And they did something that you did not do. Again, do better, fuckface. Instead of sitting there ragging these people, you go adopt all these fucking kids. You give them the Christian upbringing that you think is the right way to go, fuckface. But again, gang, I bullshit you not. This is just sad. Now, again, it's 2021. This argument is as socially relevant, or I'm sorry, uh, what's the word? I don't want to say it's relevant because we're talking about it. What's the word? As up to date as someone literally arguing that man and dinosaurs walk the earth at the same time. Please go fuck yourself. Go get on the internet. And again, he's one of these assholes, and I'm definitely going to talk about it on the second portion of the show who keeps talking about manliness and all the, whatever the fuck. And I told you, and that's in season one. When I hear the term fucking traditional values, all I hear is I'm a fucking bigot and I'm too intellectually lazy to take in new information and change. Again, there is nothing that Pete and Chastin are doing that are taking away from what Matt and his fucking wife are doing. I think he's got four kids. Fuckface Matt Walsh. There's nothing that Pete and Chastin are doing and raising their two kids that's taking away from what your wife and four Matter of fact, I'll make the argument that it's only adding. Gang, the, the happier the population the better the world is going to be. That's why I always advocate. Everyone should be fucking. Again, I can speak for Uncle Bobby. Never in the history of fucking dome has I ever been upset after busting a nut or during. The world's a better place when we're all getting our fucking rocks off. 
So we should be fucking. Right? Again, I remember, and this is a horrible example, especially after what I just said. The first sport I ever played, you know what? Let's just go ahead and script this one. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, delicious gin and truth. Let's go. Gang, the first sport I ever played was T-ball. The only reason why I bring this up is because I'm a cisgendered man and it, it was a co-ed co team. I tell you that to tell you this. Michelle was the pitcher. <laughs> Just get that through your head. If you didn't giggle, me near what I said. My first sport was T-ball. There are no pitchers in T-ball. But Michelle was the daughter of Coach Siler and Mr. Siler. Now, gang, again, I, I that was the Park Village house. So I'm probably in the second grade at this stage. Now, I, I didn't know what a dysfunctional marriage was. I didn't know what an abusive marriage was. None of us did. You're, you're young. You're, you're a fucking kid. I, I didn't know what a little dick motherfucker was. I didn't know what a fat bitch was, right? My point is, gang, we would go to practice, and Coach Siler and Mr. Siler, they would be yelling at each other, right? You little dick motherfucker, even your little ass dick could hit the fucking bottom of it. Maybe I wouldn't be so fucking upset. Go get a job, you piece of shit, right? Mr. Siler would look at Coach Siler and be like, you fat bitch, maybe I could hit the bottom of it if your fat ass wasn't so fucking fat. You fucking disgust me, you fucking cunt. Gang, I can't count the number of times. Matter of fact, it would be easier to count the number of times Michelle came to practice and games and didn't cry. Gang, that affect us, affected us all. To this day, the Goodlit Associate Yankees, that's the team I played for, that is the only losing team I've ever played for, regardless of the sport. We didn't know what was going on. We just felt that negative juju. That vibe killed us. We lost every single fucking game. My point is, one happy and justifiably so. I'm not ragging Michelle at all. One unhappy kid polluted the atmosphere of that entire team. Right? Now flip it. Pete and Chaston, they raise a happy, loving, functional child. Everybody wins. Matt Walsh, let's say Pete and his husband they send the, his kids, their kids, to the exact same school as your heteronormative couple kids. The fact that those two kids come to school smiling every fucking day, Jack, only fucking benefits you. But here's the thing, fuckface, it also works in reverse. Because something tells me that fuckface Matt Walsh is teaching his kids the exact same thing, just in reverse. I guarantee it, and I promise you, I will bet you guys a paycheck that he's teaching his fucking kids the exact same shit you hear Christian apologists say, and that is, we can love the sinner and hate the sin. 
teaching his kids it's not homosexuality, it's homosexual behavior. Teaching his kids, right? Well, if you really love them, you'll tell them how fucked up they are. Right? Is it bad when the doctor tells a cancer patient they have cancer? That's exactly what he's selling his kids, gang. I promise you that. A quick right-hand turn on that bullshit about the cancer analogy. I hear that a lot, and that is, is a doctor cruel for telling the cancer patient they have cancer? No. In that case, they're right. It is absolutely the most loving thing you can do. But here's the difference, fuckfaces. When a doctor tells a patient you have cancer, they say you have cancer. What they don't say is you are the cancer. That is what, cre- oh, hold on. Oh, shit. Siri turned on. I was like, who's fuck talking to me? I was going crazy again. The doctor comes in and says, you have cancer. No doctor worth their license says you are the cancer. Heterosexuality is just like homosexuality. It is how we are wired. Right? And to shame someone at their core, that's Christianity, gang. And again, no matter how much they tell you how much they love you, they don't. That is no different than fucking an abusive spouse kicking the shit out of the other spouse and then saying, I love you. Well, why'd you make me do that? You know I like three cocktails at the end of my workday. You won't give me two. You made me do that. That's Christianity. And I'm going to steal a line from Fuckface Ray Comfort when he loves to tell his little minions, don't tell atheists any, don't let atheists tell you different. This is the actual definition of atheism, even though he's not a fucking atheist. So I'm going to steal his line. If it's good for the goose, good for the gander, I need some alcohol. Goddamn, seriously, my voice is gravelly. If it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. Atheists, don't let Christians tell you differently. That's not love. That is not love. Right? I love my gay brothers and sisters and my gay family simply because I like them as a fucking person. That's it. Who you fuck? It's got nothing to do with me, Jack. Right? Knock yourself out. And again, everyone is happier when everyone is fucking happy. But before I close this portion out, again, fuckface Matt Walsh. He's younger than they all at the Daily Wire gang are younger than I am. They should be sounding progressive. I should be sounding like that old crotchety fucker yelling at kids to turn their music down and calling them hippies. Again, if you, again, first and foremost, if the last 27 minutes haven't moved you, unsubscribe. But more importantly, if you're still one of these idiots who think that there's something wrong with gay, unsubscribe. Stop listening to me. I don't want your, nor do I need your audience. That holy book that you love to stand on while calling gay people faggots, it's, but it's, it's going to be a lost analogy because you think that you're garbage. But I was going to say, start practicing that fucking golden rule. And that is treat others the way you want to be treated. But you think you're a sack of shit, so it's kind of useless. But to close this portion out, Matt Walsh and the likes. 
sitting there bashing two gay men for being in a loving relationship and adopting children. Nothing what I just said should register as wrong. But that's not what fuckface Matt Walsh thinks. Matt Walsh, go fuck yourself. All right. Thanks to the world's greatest TJ. I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. keep this thing going gang so i just went off on fuckface matt walsh but he, he's gonna be a, a a portion of the second uh half of this show as well as my brain just completely went out so gang what inspired this portion of the show is a whole bunch of shit but if you have don't follow v get your monkey ass on fucking twitter and follow v what the fuck's the matter with you guys right and so I saw a tweet that V made, and it was in response to this again. This whole Pete Buttigieg, uh, you know, paternity leave bullshit, and it was Joy Behar who clapped back, and she she put a picture up of Pete who served in Iraq, piece of veteran, and Tucker Carlson from one of his hyper expensive boarding schools, and it was the whole against again. It's like. Because, again, the big argument is what is a man? So shut the fuck up. I, I see where V was coming from. I do. I see where Joy was coming from, but I really see where uh, V was coming from, right? And V commented, V, I hope you don't mind me uh, saying this about you if you listen to this show. Hashtag we need to collaborate. I like your shit. But V was talking about let's. this has to stop. That... that, that that manliness is equated to murder. Because again, if Pete is holding on to a gun the size of my thigh, and fuckface Tucker Carlson is, you know, in a, in a prep school uniform. His parents are paying 50 grand a month for his monkey ass to go to some fucking school. I see exactly where V was coming from. And I'm going to piggyback off of what V said, because I've said the exact same thing, gang. I've said it in my Twitter videos. Again, you, only you can define what quote-unquote manliness is for you. And yeah, th this standard that masculine or manly is this testosterone-driven, carrying an AR, whatever the fuck. Just shut the fuck up. Again, the only reason why I bring this up, as I normally do, is because it is relevant to this discussion. Now, again, if this is your first show, again, welcome aboard. And also, again, 
Buckle up, motherfuckers. This isn't going to get too much gentler. I am six foot three. Probably in about 240 right now. Maybe in my high 230s. I am bold. I am black. I'm a little bit on the muscular side. I lift weights five times a week, minimum. I eat nothing but meat. I drink nothing but clear gin. Right? If you were to, I'm a seven degree black belt in Kajikimbo. I'm a six degree black belt in Shinjumatsu. I'm a Seagung in one art. I'm a professor in another. Some of y'all are like, what the fuck does that mean? By martial arts standards, I'm a general. When I walk into a room, people literally bow to me. And they stay in that bowed position until I say it's okay. And you know what I normally do? I'm like, stop, 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 stop. Seriously, just get up, right? Oh, see, stop with the Seagung shit. Call me Robert. Stop it. That's what my normal reaction is. I'm a former collegiate All-American. If you think I'm bullshitting, 1994, College Football Association, it was the first ever All-American team for that group. You know, it was the first Longhorn ever elected? This guy. I will never tell you I was that guy, but I've done something that probably one out of every 2,500 men do. My name is on an NFL contract. Listen to me talk. Got a deep voice, right? About the only thing not stereotypically manly about me is that I've got a dog the size of my fucking foot and he's fluffy as a fucking cotton ball. Go fuck yourself. Hashtag I love buddy. And so do you. My point bringing all that up, gang, if you're just going to sit here and put a resume down on a piece of paper on what an alpha man is supposed to be, it is me. It is. But you know what else I do? I wear a skirt. I do. Right? I, I love wearing a skirt around the house. I, 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 there are times where I've run out of coffee. First thing in the morning, I'm wearing my skirt. I'm like, fuck it. I've gone to work and I've uh, gone to work. I've gone to grocery store in a fucking prairie skirt. I don't give a damn. I'm emotional as shit. I'm incredibly sensitive. Right? I just belt. Hashtag unprofessional. I love the ballet. I actually do. I don't know any of the names of the positions or the or the, the techniques or the moves. All I know is that I love what I see. I saw Desmond Rich. I saw the Alvin Ailey dance production game, portion of it uh, in New York on Broadway. Now, I just said the name Dev, Desmond Richards Richardson. And if your ass didn't clinch up, you don't know who he is. He is to ballet as to what Doug Williams was to football, what Tony Dorsett was, what Lawrence Taylor was. Gang, that man never opened his mouth a single fucking time. And just through his movements, I lie to you not, one dance move uh, set in particular, I was out of my seat before he was finished. I clapped until my hands were raw. I was crying like someone just beat me up. It was the most beautiful thing 
I have ever seen physically in my, he never said a word. Just his dance moves brought me to emotion. Now you square that against what I just said earlier. So again, your definition of man is whatever the fuck it is you want it to be. Boys have feelings and they can be hurt. And if you want to cry, fucking cry. If you want to let whatever the fuck you wanted, definition of man is whatever it is you call it. Right? But again, it's kind of like the assholes who sit there and go to the bars and the clubs with the skin tight affliction t-shirt, the skull cap, right? The fucking pearl snap jeans. You're telling every girl in there that they've got a dick down to their knees, a 14 inch horse cock. They've got a hurricane tongue, right? You get them home, what happens, ladies? He's hung like a fucking grade school eraser top. Give me a break, Right? He's licking all on the inside of your kneecap like, oh, yeah, baby. Oh, you like that, don't you? You're going to come yet? Shut the fuck up. Right? You know what's going to make you nut harder than anyone that's ever made you nut before? It's a guy who simply walks up and says, hi, my name is Jim. What's your name? How are you? Right? That, that, that's the exact, that is directly analogous. Again, that's why he's brought up the fuck faces at the Daily Wire. Gang, if you just want to sit here and talk stereotypes, Ben Shapiro is the least manliest man there is on the fucking planet at any one given time. I've taken shits bigger than fucking Michael Knowles. And the only thing that makes Matt Walsh a quote-unquote man is his ability to grow a beard. But I've seen what he looks like full body. Again, Abby Shapiro, I've talked about this idiot. She was talking about Harry Styles, who I just found out is a singer, right? He, he wore that dress on the cover of Vogue. Her fucking Candace Owens, they all chimed in about how not manly that is and how we're losing masculinity and all this other bullshit. Gang, I've seen Abby Shapiro's husband. I need some alcohol. Shit. Seriously, gang, why am I so gravelly? Uncle Bobby doesn't understand. <clears throat> I've seen what Abby Shapiro's husband looks like. And I remember her saying how much it turns her on that her husband's a man because he wears jeans. Gang, I saw a picture of him, and I'm going to tell you something. If that asshole would have gone to my school, parted the language, but again, I'm almost 50, this is the guy that would have been called a faggot every fucking day. This was the guy that would have been purple nurbled and fucking shoved in lockers every single day. There's nothing quote unquote manly about him. I've seen Candace Owens' husband. Same thing. There's more meat on my atrophied fucking calf after I ruptured my Achilles than there is on this man's entire body. Nothing about him screams manliness. Nothing. So again, if we're just going to sit here and go off of stereotypes, everyone needs to shut the fuck up. But again, 
It's the people who talk about it the most are the ones who are typically less manly, right? It's like, how many mega pastors do we have to bring up to, to, to bring this point home? Ted Haggard. Again, all he could talk about was anti-gay this, anti-gay that. All he could talk about was how much evangelicals have the best sex life. Gang, his wife's vagina is fucking as dry as the Sahara Desert. Guess you got caught sucking another man's dick. Right? It's those that brag the most are the ones who have no fucking clue. It's like fuckface Steven Crowder. Again, that is a damaged human being. I'm convinced. Again, I, I said in another episode, I just need some more alcohol. Shit. This is a hard one to talk about. He is what George Carlin would have been if George Carlin fucking sucked. I told you, what made George Carlin such a great comedian is he was daring. He was this literally little guy who went after corporations and institutions one million times bigger than him. He was the first comedian to really go in on religion. Right? No, no, not Steven Crowder. And now I'm starting to believe that conservatives just can't be funny. I saw a clip of him not too long ago, fuckface Steven Crowder, talking about Lizzo. And when he was trash, he was like, look, 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 look. I'm not ragging her because she's black. I'm ragging her because she's fat and disgusting. Ooh, aren't you daring, Steve? Way to punch down. I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. N nothing like going after someone who's part of a marginalized group, and that's our heavy family, right? All, all his jokes about race. He's a racist sack of shit. Who hides behind the, oh, whoa, whoa, what about free speech? Oh, you're a snowflake? What about comedy? Steven Crowder, shut the fuck up. But he's another one who can't stop talking about manly men. The gang, the one thing, quote unquote, manly men don't do is constantly talk about how manly they are. Seriously, go look up on YouTube a single episode of his uh, podcast, his talk show. Whoa, whoa, what, what, are you like in Chicago? Isn't that what you always say? Oh, what about black on black? Shut the fuck up. Gang, I'm sitting in my living room. Again, there's a dog that looks like a hundred fucking cotton balls all stuck together asleep on my foot. Right? Stereotypically, shouldn't I be having a pit bull or a Rottweiler right on a bicycle chain? My TV is on. It's playing a medical drama. And there's Jen next to me. You know what happens if you see Steven Crowder? He's wearing a fucking over-the-shoulder gun holster. Why? There's a fake gun on his fucking desk. Why? Right? You want to show how tough you are? If you want to show how tough you are, go help someone who has less than you. You, you don't put it in people's face that you can fucking blow their brains out. With, with the fucking gun. Go fuck yourself. Right? And I remember, gang, because I told you all, one of the handful of things I'm known for are my thought questions at work. And I remember asking the question, 
is the all-American female shot putter just as feminine as the principal ballerina? Gang, that question got cut right in half. And everyone who was just as enthusiastic were there. Yeah, of course. Why you ask such a stupid question? If I had 100 people say that, I had 100 people say, oh, God, no. No, no. No, you can't be that big and that muscular as a woman. And be, no, no way. You're not feminine. Same thing here, gang. Same thing here. Again, our, our archaic definition of what is and is not masculine is just that. Right? Why are you carrying a gun holster while you're recording a podcast? If you got all that kind of money, go move to a set. Right? Isn't that what you tell everyone else? Just do that. Hey, fuckface, if you need a fucking Beretta, if you need a 9mm, a Glock, to do a podcast, just move to a safer area, fuckface. I live in a very middle-class neighborhood, gang, and I'm current. You know what's within arm's reach of me? Some of this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Hold on, you know what time it is. That mm, delicious gin and truth. Let's go. That's how threatened I feel doing this podcast. Again, this definition of manliness and the people who espouse manliness by stereotypical standards are the last ones to talk about fucking manliness. Again, they're trying to strip America of masculinity. Hey, fuckface. Who's more masculine, Robert Reed, the collegiate All-American, or Desmond, the fucking principal dancer at Alvin Ailey? Let me give you that answer. Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck cares? More importantly, shut the fuck up. Masculine is what you make of it. Okay, I'm about to tell my business. Yeah, I'm in the kink community. I've definitely played with BDSM. Uncle Bobby just so happens to be a dominant personality. Gang, the overwhelming majority of subs that I have met are men. Men with massive companies. Massive payrolls to match every single month. Right? Big muscular men. Accomplished martial artists. Guys that if they walked in right now, the first thing you would say is, that fucker can chop down a sequoia tree with his dick. And apparently they can't get their rocks off without saying, yes, mistress. I've been a naughty boy. Please punish me. Hey, stereotypes, shut the fuck up. Right? What is manly to you? To them, that is the height of masculinity. And you know what? Even though I'm not a sub, I totally get it. You gain trust by losing it. You gain control by fucking losing control. What's more manly than that? I don't know. Right? The dude who wears a dancer's belt, as far as I'm concerned, is just as manly as the guy who wears a weightlifting belt. But no, some of you fucks want to sit here and hold on to these fucked up ass archaic standards. So again, to close this portion out, more alcohol, shit. I agree with V. That should be a hashtag. Hashtag I agree with V. 
Right? We need to dump these archaic ass standards. And even though I see exactly what Joy was saying, I do believe V was right. Right? And that is, you know, why must masculinity be tied to violence? Again, the, the dude who sacks the quarterback is manly by his definition. And the dude who cries at a poetry slam is just as manly. You want to know why? Because they both call themselves manly. Why is there one fucking standard? Please go fuck yourself. All right, gang. Uncle Bobby has given you a couple of problems. So as a result, Uncle Bobby is going to give you a couple of motherfucking solutions. First one up, Matt Walsh for the third time. Shut the fuck up. I mean, seriously, shut the fuck up. The Daily Wire should be shut the fuck down. You, you guys in these archaic-ass standards that you're holding on to, again, I am older than all of you. I should sound like you. You should sound like me. Who hurt you? What was the name of the gay man who hurt you in your past? Seriously. You're going to rag Pete and Chaston because they expanded their family and he wanted to stay at home and raise his kids with his fucking husband, but yet you call yourself pro-family? Shut the fuck up. And to literally say out loud that gay people should not be allowed to adopt. Oh my fucking God. I, I hope people throw this in your fucking face as much as fucking possible. You should be embarrassed about that. Fuck face. Again, everyone is happier when everyone is happier. Pete, Chaston, those two kids, they're happy. The only people complaining, fuck face Matt Walsh, is you. Again, take your Bible, your fucking 2,000-year-old rule book, wipe your ass with it. Stand on your own two feet and make the judgment call. Would I want someone to judge me for being me or who I stick my dick in? I bet you dollars to fucking donuts you want to be judged like everyone else. And that is on the merit of your fucking character. Next one up, lastly but not fucking leastly, archaic ass standards. Shut the fuck up. Again, I stand with V on this one. Fucking, why does manliness have to be tied to murder, to violence, to, 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 to building a house with your bare hands? The, the, the first chair, flute player, is just as manly as the all-American quarterback. You want to know why? They both say they're manly. Again, the dude who, who fucking stuffs his feelings down until he has an ulcer the size of two footballs? Why is that manly? But the dude who cries because his feelings got hurt, oh, suck it up, you faggot. Why? Again, only you, only you can define what manliness means to you. I'm thinking about a friend of mine right now. Hashtag she's hot. Gang, she looks at my physique and all she can think of is, oh my God, that is fucking gross. 
Again, I fit a stereotype. I, I look just like your hyper-masculine asshole who fucking jerks off 70 times a day, drinks the blackest of black fucking coffee, eats steak that's raw, beats women, kicks up. No. And I don't shit on her. I don't yuck her yum. Whatever gets her off. But I fit that negative stereotype of what is manly. And I get it. I didn't even know where the fuck I was going with that. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? You know what she likes? A way softer physique. Right? A guy who has no idea that it's football season. A guy who's more likely to try a vegan diet than to see how fast it, it, it takes him to eat a T-bone steak. Mid-rare. You see what I'm saying? Now, by one definition... One of them's the massiest fucker, manliest fucker on the world, the most masculine. The other one, back in my day, would have been called a faggot. But here's the thing, gang. There are 8 billion-ish plus people on the planet. And there's no way you're going to fit every single last one of those fuckers who identifies as a man into one category of what is masculine. Masculine is Whatever the fuck it is, you define it as. Crying at the opera, that's masculine. Going hunting, that's masculine. Mastering the game of chess, that's masculine. Liking or participating in the ballet, that's masculine. Masculine is whatever the fuck it is, you fucking call it. All right, gang, the big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth, let's go. Gin and truth.